On this episode of Average Ghost, we speak to Joey, a man who lived in the woods for 10 years. In the middle, there's some questions about whether or not he'd like this shared. We come back to it and decide it is shareable. Enjoy, it does start a little slow. Thank you for listening. <clears throat> and so I can't see the kid. Well, I just went to court for it. Here it is two years later because she wanted to get it uh, extended for like indefinite or whatever. But but uh, I won. Oh, so you got custody. Like full custody. No. Uh, she just didn't get the no contact order extended. So now okay, I'm okay. in the process of... Uh, Fighting getting uh, custody. Well, I'm not going to fight for, like, custody, but I don't want to be kept away from her. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I understand that. I mean, a kid, sh- a kid, child should always have the mother. Mothers are the most, one of the most important parts of it, but the father is also one of the most important parts because, like, they got to have some kind of security in life. Not saying a mother can't provide security, you know what I'm saying, but, like, a different kind of security. Well, so do all of A man that, can man. provide. Yeah. <laughs> You need both. I mean, there's a lot of statistics that go there, but you need both. Oh, I'm hundred. I'm hundred percent agree. Green with that. I'm just more or less saying there's there's a there's things mothers can provide that a child needs, and there's things that a man can provide that a child needs. And this is where my stance is of like when people separate, just be the bigger people. Like you may not like the other said person or this, that, and the third, but for your child, be a grown up. Be a fucking grown up. Like at that point, you decided to have a child, so your whole entire stances of what you want goes out the door. It's yep. about what your child wants. Why would <laughs> I know? do that though? Yeah, dude. Everything's about a... me. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Once but... you have a kid, your world on that, like yourself, you as a whole being is your child. You yeah, literally yeah. took part of yourself and part of somebody else to make a child. So, like, that's your whole goal. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I bash, on, fr- I bash yeah. on my friends that have had kids and then they're, like, still partying and doing stupid shit and shit like well, that. I, and I'm just like, why the fuck? I, I, gave, I gave my daughter my last name, you know, because I figured, uh, you know, nobody else would have wanted some bitch like that. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I get it. But uh, now... She went to court and she had a boyfriend with her. So I don't I don't know if it was you know. He's there he to take there the care of your child. I think that was her her stances on that. Yeah okay. Yeah, he was there taking care of her. I'll beat and... the brakes off that motherfucker. <laughs> um. Right, but but what if it's not even my child? You know what I mean? And I already gave him her last name and shit. But uh, so. Oh wait. I guess... so... Is that like an actual thought? Yeah, and so like I, I'm in, I'm in like mental health court because uh, I got into a fight a while back with my dad and shit, and uh, they wanted me to get some kind of help or something. I don't know, because <laughs> uh, I was homeless for like ten years and shit, and so I said I have mental issues, but uh, uh. So I'm on mental health court, and so I got a whole team of like uh, investigators. No, just like therapists and like uh, you know people on my team uh, helping you, you know. keep keep yeah 
I mean, I wouldn't say, I'm not going to say sane or normal, like, it come off as offensive. I'm just more or less, like, keeping you level-headed. That's a better term for it. Well, well, well sort of, yeah, keeping me, like, make sure I don't get in trouble and, uh, you know, helping me figure out goals and stuff for myself. Hey, man, well, I'm sending positive vibes all day, bro. I've been, I, before I moved out to Tennessee, I was homeless for four years of my life because I was doing bullshit. My parents literally left me. My brother's passed, passed away. But, uh... Left us out in Maryland because we were doing stupid shit. Get you know what I'm saying? Like some really stupid shit. But uh, yeah, I feel you on the whole homeless thing and shit like that. Well, if really, uh, if I would have had a so, therapist there talking to me, I probably say, so, like, so I took that mental well. health court, and uh, so now now I'm in like a apartment and shit. But uh, they're they're actually paying for it right now until I get my check because they 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 won't let me work. They they sign me up for disability. Oh yeah, but uh, why don't you start a? Uh, well, I don't know. Take that time, fucking start making YouTube content and shit like that. I don't know if that's your thing, but it's an easy way of making shit tons of fucking money. Especially on RuneScape, like RuneScape, I've seen a lot of people making like guide. Like I have a buddy who makes guides and shit like that for RuneScape. Yeah, that's and true. It, he's making maybe not millions of dollars, but he's making money off the internet. I used to, I used to bought up accounts and sell them to Chinese people for forty bucks for a ninety nine stat, nice. <laughs> and then they would take and resell it. Yeah. All right. So for RuneScape, I never did that. For World of Warcraft, me and my dad, we used to play the auction house. If you know, ever played World of Warcraft, but uh, we played the auction house. So what we do on our servers, we used to be American gold farmers, not Chinese gold farmers. But uh, fucking, we used to corner markets. We had five or six different markets on our server. We had probably like nine or ten different fully gold-capped accounts. We were selling ten or a thousand gold for $10 USD and able to make 40,000 gold in maybe five minutes of the auction house every day. It was intense. We were selling a lot of money. And then I... That was my... uh, What was it? My college fund and then it... Yeah, drugs. Shit! You know, to get back to... I'm not on drugs anymore, but yeah, my bad. <laughs> to get back to the kid thing, a lot of people, they report once they have a kid, like, like I have, I've had a lot of, like, junky friends and stuff, and they're like, when I held my daughter, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, that was my world from then on out. It was like night and day. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because I, I cut her umbilical cord and shit, and held her you know while they were st- stitching her mom back up and it was amazing you know what i mean i mean it's life it's it's breathtaking i mean i couldn't say i saw my brother go through it you know what i'm saying like when he had his three kids and every one of those kids that was the second they were born and i saw something so, different in my brother you know <laughs> on that joey um like what led to it being a 42 year old Pretty much when I was living in the woods, uh, she showed up at my campsite and never left for like, and then, I, so I, I wouldn't sleep with her or anything like that, you know, cause I, I thought she was just out there to harvest my baby. Uh, <laughs> so it took me three years before I slept with her and then, uh, you know, stupid, Wait. stupidly I did. And then harvest your wife. Yeah, she got she harvest. She wanted to harvest my baby, you know. She wanted his seed. Yeah, that was the main goal. 
She took three years to get that bitch. Yep, and then the last thing she told me was, uh, thanks for getting me housing. To you for the seed. That's what she meant. Was this like, was she like a meth head or something? Well, yeah, we were on ship, but uh, she was back in the, like, she was a traveler, and she used to be into, like, she was a real bad alcoholic and into, like, shooting painkillers, and she even, she's even a crackhead. That's but I, I don't think I don't think she is anymore. But since that guy is around now, I I don't know what to think. You know, that's insane. So like, what you're basically saying is her whole goal was oh, why your camp? Why wouldn't she just keep moving when you weren't putting out? You know, exactly. And so then she that's, got a house. That's intriguing to some people. Yeah, like, people who don't put out. You know, they're like, oh, I'm gonna get that. Yeah, that is. It's like, but right. all I'm saying there is, it's like, well, it's not like she was after you for the money. I mean, you're not, you know, clamping. You're not out there having a good old time. Yeah, it, exactly. And then, it, then I found out uh, that she had, she was beaten real bad with a river rock by her ex-boyfriend. And uh, so he was in prison for 10 years. And so... Another thought in my head was that this guy might have been that boyfriend who uh, beat her because the timeline's perfect because I'd be right about 10 years uh, after I met her. Uh, so she always had the dude, you mean? I, I don't know because I can't talk to them. Well, they blocked me on Facebook. I can talk to them now, but they blocked me everywhere, you know what I mean? I mean, like... You just want to see your... Like, you just want to be able to be in your kid's life. I don't see what's very wrong with that. Right, so so what I'm going to do is... uh, I'm going to get a paternity test, but it's going to cost 275 bucks. Uh, but I only have to pay it if it's my child. If it's not, then I don't have to pay it. But, uh... So, then after that, moving forward, the next step would be... To either it won't be my child, right now. either it won't be my child, and I don't have to pay any of the child support, or it will be my child, and then that's when I could put in for you know that's visitations and stuff. Ah, uh, well, yeah, like yeah. you're saying, visitations. And yeah, yeah. He probably when you have a whole mental health team, uh, getting custody is like hard. That other person's I... gonna have to be like really. I mean, take a drug test. She shows up. She, take a drug test. You know. Yeah, but that just unless you're also doing silent. drugs. But. Well, that just puts a yeah in government custody, man. All right, so I get what you, I get what you're saying. I'm not trying. To, I'm just like trying to think of any different. I don't have a child. I've seen my brother go through this with his uh, well, baby I, mama, I, but it wasn't, I guess, as extreme. It kind of sounds like this lady's trying to play you. Like if it's not your child, she definitely is like trying to play you with somebody else's child, but with you for three years to make it seem like it's, you know, if it wasn't your child, it, in a sense. Do you get what I'm saying? It like, just sounds like she wanted to get knocked up and walk away and then get government assistance. Right. That's what I was thinking the whole time that, you know, and then it ended up happening, but I was kind of, I was really happy when she got pregnant. Were you? How was that? I mean, 
Let's get some more Genesis in there. Well, I don't know, because, uh, you know, she said she couldn't get pregnant and that she was allergic to latex, for one. <laughs> uh, we just had this talk last night. I kid you not, like, uh, me and You can go buy lambskin. You can buy lambskin. Uh, yeah, that's what Tracy said. I, I, was telling them, I was telling them, man, every girl I've ever been with has always said they're allergic to latex. They always tell me that, too. Let's go buy lambskin ones, and I even show them the label. It says lambskin. You're good. Yep. I, I, and that's just, wow. It is like a universal thing. It's like, it's just amazing to me how many women are allergic to latex, you know? <laughs> right. You know, I'm just absolutely shocked. Like, <laughs> I like, all aren't all surgical gloves like latex? Like, what are we doing? How are we doing anything? Uh... I was wondering if it's actually her only kid. That's a tough one. You'll you may never know, man. If she's doing this to you know, she's literally looked at you and said, "Hey, thanks for the free housing." She's forty two. There's time in there to have had one, and that one hit eighteen. Yeah, because there's a a woman in my mental health court who's forty one, and she's got a twenty eight year old kid. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, um, I don't know if I, I don't know if you were there when I was talking about her, but I mean that that endo guy, he was like uh, <laughs> something about a wizard sleep. Does it hang like a wizard sleep? Oh, 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 that's that's some highbrow comedy. Maybe maybe too much for you to be throwing. Don't don't repeat that. <laughs> But I haven't talked to her since then, but. Wow. That's... But I already, I broke the ice because I told her, you know, that she had an attractive personality and stuff. Oh, and she, <laughs> and I, I think she took it the wrong way because she said, you know, I like to go on dates and fool around and stuff. And I'm, I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> I was going to say, Joey, have you ever messed with someone your own age? Uh, not, not since high school. Wow. wow. That's, that's heartbreaking. So tell us, like, uh, I want to know more about that 10 years, dude, where you were meffing it up. Uh, all right, well, what do you want to know? I was living in the woods. Uh, and how was that, man? It was awesome. I it wasn't awesome, awesome. I mean, there's some freedom, I'm sure, but there's no. Right, it was honestly there. really boring. Uh, that I believe. I I dumpster dove every night, and I found a lot of awesome shit, but I wasn't able to keep any of it because I had nowhere to put it. You know. People would steal it. Like, did people come by and like fuck with you? Like, just just her. But uh, I never got anything stolen. But I, I'd just find all kinds of shit and I'd just give it away. Like TVs and laptops and shit. And then like, uh, me and my dad were talking back then, and I filled up a storage unit, and he sold it while I was in jail. Hmm. 
What'd you go to jail for? Well, he said I beat him up. Well, he didn't actually say I beat him up. All right. Uh, on Christmas, he he was being really weird, and then he turned around and stepped on a dog and fell down and pulled me with him, and it, I landed on him and it, like broke his rib. And he went to the the VA hospital and they were doing just a regular checkup and they, he said his his rib hurt because I fell on him. And so they did an x-ray and had a fractured rib. And so they they said I got a, a felony assault charge uh, causing serious bodily injury for breaking his rib. But he, he told him he didn't want to press charges and stuff like that because, you know, it was kind of bullshit. But the state picked up the charges and they told me I, I pretty much wasn't going to get out of jail until I... Uh, Unless I took mental health court and stuff like that. And they, they're like, oh, we'll help you see your daughter and yada, yada, yada. But I'm still waiting. But, but then I, I ran away uh, the first time and went back to the woods, you know, after I was on mental health court. And, and then I got caught with the eight ball. <laughs> How many years did you do fucking just... Straight up, uh, math. I don't know, like, like 10 years. So when did you start doing it? Uh, well, I, I tried it once on like my senior year and then, you know, it didn't really, do, it didn't do anything. You know, I'm, I'm a wee guy myself, but, uh, then, like, when I moved out to the woods and shit, like, I ended up finding a plug. A plug in the woods? Well, no, just, like, dumpster diving. So you found, like, a, how'd you make the money to get the map? Oh, yeah, I forgot that part. <laughs> All right, uh, so I'd hold up a sign, right? Uh, saying... Please spare anything helps, you know. And I'd, I'd make about 300 bucks a day. Holy shit. 300 bucks a day. Yeah, there, there wasn't a day I wouldn't make at least 100. Really? Yeah, it's really fucking good. But in, in some states, they arrest you for it, but, you know, uh, only sometimes, I guess. That's true. I mean, it really just depends on the area. I hear for, it just really depends on the area. A lot of times it could just be like, if no one wants to do paperwork, just sort of, hey, man, get the hell out of here, or et cetera. Yeah, that's how it is. But then, actually, in Omaha, they, they legalized it completely, so the cops don't say anything at all. And you were in Omaha at the time? Well, I preferred Iowa because I, I made more money because it was illegal, so nobody else was doing it, you know? But I'd go over to Omaha sometimes when I got ran off from Iowa. So what, were you just on, like, the border? Yeah, pretty much.
in like uh right off the interstate, you know? Oh yeah, like at an exit. Yep. And uh so there's a Walmart and a cracker barrel and there's a stop sign at the cracker barrel. And so every car that goes to Walmart's gotta stop at that cracker barrel stop sign. So like if someone was to hear this story, what would you say to someone who sees someone holding up that sign and they're thinking of giving them a dollar? What do you what would you say that money's going to? Uh, honestly, I don't know. Never know, because uh, there'd be times I'd be out there for hours. But honestly, mostly probably, I don't know, because Th there's been times when I'd buy like uh, I bought a car one day with the money I got. What? Yeah, the day before Thanksgiving, I I made like four fifty in like fifty minutes, and then I went and bought a car the next like over. Like two days later, the day after Thanksgiving. Wow. What happened to that? Where did that go? I junked it. Well, last year I had, the year before last, I had probably 16 cars. And wait, you did 10 years in jail, right? Or was it just 10 years in the forest? 10, ten years in the forest. Uh, the one that beat her did 10 years in jail. Prison. Wait. The one oh no no but yeah I forget how long were you in the jail? Uh not not very long honestly. Over time probably probably two years total, but I've only I only got misdemeanor charges besides that felony. Ah. But see once I complete the mental health court, they're dropping it down to misdemeanor, so Well that's good. That's always good. What would be your advice to a senior kid in school who's thinking of uh, doing some of that there meth. Uh, I don't know. Uh, try it if you want. <laughs> it doesn't fucking get you very high, but whatever. So, given what's happened to you, your advice would be try it if you want. Yeah, honestly, uh, I don't think it ever really did anything to me. Really? I mean, but it did enough that you went out, you panhandled, and you did more. I mean. Right. Why did you do more? I, I don't know. It's just because it was really cheap. That 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 doesn't make sense. I mean, there had to be something to it that made you come back to it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't really know what it was. Cause like I'd smoke, and then I wouldn't be high until I smoked weed on top of it, and then I'd be fucking weird. So you don't attribute that meth in high school to bad things later on? Well, I've seen a lot of fucking weird people on it, dude. So I don't I don't know. But I think I got ADHD. So you think that meth more or less acted like Ritalin for you? 
Yeah, it chilled me out, you know? Uh, I, I'm actually going to get tested for it again. Because they, they, I was diagnosed with it in high school and never took any of my medicine or whatever. And now after using and stuff, I'm thinking, you know, maybe I should have, you know, but whatever. So what do you attribute for where you're at now in life? Like, what do you, what would you have to say is the reason you're in the position you are right now? Uh, honestly, I feel like I'm doing pretty good. Yeah, but I mean, what led up to it, you know, you being in the woods for 10 years, if you had to throw blame at it, what would you blame it on? Uh, pleading guilty to my dad, because uh, I was a CNA. I was a CNA. He said I beat him up. Like, he's he done this a couple times. <laughs> a CNA? What's a CNA? Uh, uh, nurse's aide. It's a certified nurse's aide, but, uh, yeah, I went to college for that shit, and then, uh, yeah, he said I, I beat him up, and I went to jail for 30 days, and lost my apartment, and my job, and my girlfriend ran off to, you know, the dope dealer. Holy fuck. How old are you now? Yeah. Now I'm 30. And what? What advice would you give yourself in high school if you could talk through time? Uh, I don't know. That that women are. Uh, amazing. <laughs> <laughs> To be honest, don't plead guilty to shit, ever. Well, like, even if you don't plead guilty, if they have the evidence, you're screwed. But, you know, and sometimes as a plea bargain, they'll ask you to plead. You know, Like, your lawyer will be like, plead guilty, this is the bargain we have if you do, blah, blah, blah. There's right, which is why I plead there. That's why I pled too, because like they're like, if you plead guilty to a domestic assault, I'll give you eight days time served. But if you don't, then you have to wait ninety days to go to trial. Oh. And and you have to be in jail the whole time unless you bond out. It's like what the fuck. So, do you feel that was in your best interest? No, I don't. Do you feel? Was it a public defender? Yeah. Do you feel like maybe that was just there? Get this off my sheet so I can get some work off my plate type deal? Well, see, I, I was in a rush to get out of jail. And it turns out I was rushing to get out of jail to go back to, to nothing. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So do you feel the system let you down? Well, I don't know, because I, I, now I could go to jail and not give a fuck, so, I don't know, it's kind of learning, I guess. And 
You said you feel like things are pretty good now. Would you say this is the best it's been in a long time? The best it's been ever? Uh, yeah, it's, it's up there, except for, uh, I'm in kind of an iffy, you know, spot right now because I'm far away from everything and whatnot, but, but like my mental health, I think it's, you know, it's not what it was, I guess, uh, and I'm, and I'm working on it, you know what I mean? Like, what are you doing towards it? Just that group or well yeah group and medicine and uh yeah i got another doctor's appointment coming up pretty soon uh and i see a therapist every week and a peer support specialist or whatever and how do you feel people treat you having all this have happened to you well uh there's a couple people that are fucking rude, <laughs> but I don't, I don't know. I always think people are pretty nice besides, you know, a couple of people here and there. That's, um, that's fucking insane. <laughs> Uh, uh, oh jeez, that's that's a lot of insight, man. <laughs> uh, so, what were we talking about, anyways? <laughs> Where was it? <laughs> we were we were talking about your history, man, and no, I mean before that. How you, you ever, got there? Ever you seen a grown man naked? <laughs> uh yeah well before epi memes that up did i ever tell you that i had like a project that i sort of shelved because i couldn't find people to talk to no well here i am telling you <laughs> uh it was a, a project to interview average people man and put that out there. How do you feel about that? <laughs> I don't know. How would you feel about five people hearing your story? Uh, I'm gonna smoke a cigarette. I'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> well, Zay. Yeah. I don't think you should. Is that no? I think it's a no. Yeah, it sounds like a I, no. I think not. I don't think you should. Well, I think five people are in here, aren't they? <laughs> it's sort of like that. It, that's more of a joke that I, I don't have people that listen to it. Other than some of the people here. So it's it was sort of like a podcast project. Find random people. Hear their story. Share it. Huh. Would you be against Was my that? episode... Sorry. Your episode I mean, no. Really my, my story ain't nowhere yet. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, would you be alright with me 
sharing that first little bit there. No names or anything. I have no idea. How about I send you a copy, you tell me what you think from there. <laughs> Maybe. I'm going to go spoke to Sarah real quick. I'll be right back. Okay. Okay. I'll have to do some work, but there. Go for it. Let's hear. Uh, well, like, for the anxiety thing, you know, because I, I used to just run and hide from, you know, people pretty much. Because uh, they've, you know, felt like they screwed me over my whole life, you know, so they're bad. But uh, well, <laughs> part of it. Is, I mean, like, you don't end up in the woods like that without having something that sort of shapes that perception for you. It's that happens like there's no in between. You know, there's uh, there are people who are out there because. X, Y, and Z reason, you know, the person lost their job and lost their apartment, blah, blah, blah. But for most people who spend, like, that amount of time on the street, or in your case, in the forest, there's definitely some, like, you know, I, you just, you can't, like, societally integrate, you know? Right, yeah, isolated. Uh, but, so, uh, my therapist, he just brought up this thing uh, called Maslow's Pyramid thing, uh, Maslow's Motivational Model or something like that. Maslow's and, Hierarchy of Needs, Shelter, Human-like Touch, right. Water. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, so pretty much I, I stayed on the bottom level, you know, because I was just thinking, you know, hide and survive pretty much. And so he, he wanted me to look at, like, the different levels of it and stuff. And, he, you know what I mean? Uh, like, where do you put yourself today and stuff like that and whatnot. But I thought that was kind of cool. And then, uh, uh, yeah, the, the, so they want me to do, like, different coping skills and stuff. Instead of, you know, hiding and running and stuff, like, maybe... Uh, you know, reground myself by, you know, say, saying what's around me and, you know, putting myself back into the here. Yeah. So just to give a quick rundown, since you wanted to add to what we already had, the first level that you're describing is psychological, which is breathing, food, water, sex, sleep, homeostasis, and excretion. So, you know, eating, crapping. Fucking. The second, that's definitely probably not where you've landed. I mean, when you're in those situations, that's security of body, employment, resources, health, prosperity. I'd say many people just right off the bat, even if they live somewhere and they're not in the woods, they're probably struggling with that before you even get to. I'd say what a lot of people I meet fall short of is love and belonging. That's friendship, family, sexual intimacy. You know? Uh, so at the very top, what would transcendence be? Let's see. So there's a billion ways of doing these hierarchies, so I'd have to see what they're talking about. Self-actualization is... Um, 
the top one in a lot of them, which is like morality, creativity, spontaneity, problem solving, lack of prejudice, acceptance of facts, you know. That's from a 2020 thing. So that's um that's Yeah, that's pretty... at the top of this other one. But the the next one I'm looking at uh has one right above that called transcendence. <laughs> Which that's from what I can see here it's saying true spirit consciousness being unconditional love. Oh, um, okay. And that sounds like maybe it's a little bit of a hippie corruption of it, you know, sort of new agey corruption. I mean, I don't have Maslow's original work in front of me, you know. I'm just for what we're doing here, I just grabbed some infographics. I know of it. I don't have it memorized. You know, and then there's other hierarchical pyramids like this. But I think I interrupted you. I think you were going somewhere. You were mentioning you sort of ran off when we asked if that was all right. And then you came back and said, Well, I was, I was just thinking, uh, you know, when I was out there in the woods for like 10 years, I was on the very bottom of that. Uh, so now I'm trying to pretty much, you know, rise up or something. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, because when you're in the woods, that's why I said that people like come by and mess with you. Cause, you know, there's always stories of teenagers burned homeless man alive, you know, and that's that second level, yeah. safety and security. Yeah, I was always pretty, you know, worryful, but everybody that came by, I just got high. <laughs> yeah, there's that too. I've met a few. I've I've smoked a few joints on the train tracks before. With a few, you know. I I went back to the like where I was living and stuff in the woods uh recently, and it was kind of scary. Why was it scary? Did you realize how sort of unsafe it was? And yeah, but it, it was weird too because you know my stuff was still there. Maybe you just chose a really good spot. I mean, I've always watched well, people who are out there with their sign up and all that go because, you know, as a kid, I traversed a lot of woods. And even, you know, in some more moodier points, gone out and slept in the woods before. And it's like I never ran into anyone other than I had a buddy. He came back uh, from, like, Afghanistan, Iraq, that type of stuff. And he was under a bridge. I knew exactly where he was. Yeah, I chose the railroad because it was federal property. And and so, like, the regular cops, they never came around and stuff. Yeah, unless you're right up on the tracks, you know, near a yard. It really, it's sort of untouched other than when they're doing construction. It's not until you're in a yard that you run into trouble, and then there's... I mean, if you were out there in the woods, I'm sure you heard someone say, Hey, you know, if you ride... If you hop a train, get off before you get to a yard, because they will beat the shit out of you in that yard. Like, they don't... From what I was always told, like, it ain't even a call-to-cop situation. It's a beat the fuck out of you. Maybe it's part of a a sick, hey, we can get away with it type deal or what, you know? 
Yeah, uh, yeah, it even became like, uh, I, I, you know, it's not a, you know, I don't know, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, go on, man, I'm listening. Uh, I don't know, like, I was going to say, uh, I, I didn't really like it at first, and then I, it grew on me, I guess. Well, I mean, if you start to think back to your things in life, there's a lot of things you experience where you don't like it at first, and it just sort of becomes, it becomes what it is is what it is, you know? Yeah. Uh, my, my therapist was saying something about exposure therapy. Um, yeah, that is, that's a thing. I mean, usually that's used a lot with people who have like unreasonable fears. You know, like you take someone who's scared of the elevator and you go, well, hey, you don't got to go in. How about we just go and look at an elevator? You know, and when they're fine with that, you come back and you go, well, why don't you step in it? We don't got to take it anywhere. Just step in it and step back out, you know, and so on, so on till you get that person riding the elevator. So I... I couldn't tell you how that would work to the stuff you've experienced so far for anything. Well, it was, I had a, I'm really bad social anxiety type. I talk a lot on here. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but, but this allows different. you to be disconnected. I'd say for a lot of people that disconnected from like bodily being there, the ability to leave, like if someone joins right now, I don't want to. And I don't want it. I, I just leave. Same for you. Same for anyone that comes in and comes out, you know? Yeah. So, I wouldn't say when you're in here that's... That it's helping a whole lot. Because there's just a lot of protection to being in, like an online voice chat, an online text chat. It allows you to be away, but still a part of the conversation. Does that make sense? Uh, I don't know. There's, you know, a screen in front of me, that's good. Yeah. And that, that, <laughs> that acts like a barrier, you know? Which is why I like wearing masks at stores and stuff. Because it gives you that barrier of security. Yeah, a little bit. And what are you going to do when that goes away? Is uh... Like, what are you actively doing to overcome that? Uh, well, during, or I guess, uh, I have staff that goes to the store with me now, and it, it, it kind of does help, help, like, having, you know, people there with me. Just, like, they don't, like, hold my hand or anything, but, like, uh, just to be able to run into them in the store and then, you know, hey, did you get everything? Oh, you said you needed blah, 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 you know. Oh, oh shit, I forgot that, you know.
but it it kind of takes off some anxiety, I guess. Well, that's good. Salmon cat. Oh, hello. So, would you say like groups like what we have here are helping you? Well, I'm, I'm sure. Because I don't have any, like, I don't know. Besides RuneScape, I don't have shit for social interaction. Except for once a week, I go to that, uh, mental health court group but well, what about in your living arrangements now well I, I i still stay to myself pretty much you don't interact with anyone there well i try not to because like uh I'm not a big fan of like snoring and stuff and st stinkiness. <laughs> well, my next question would be <laughs> how would you describe to people what it's like to live in a group home? Oh, I, I don't even know because uh, I, I only have two roommates. I mean, I've heard when you leave the phone on, like, it's one of the reasons I'll leave a voice chat because. You do this commonly, like you just stay connected and walk away, and I can hear everything that goes on in the background. And I've heard like one of the caretakers discussing people showering and how they got to write down when people shower and that they showered. Yeah, I'm surprised you can hear that on mine because I got pushed to talk, but but yeah, they do that. Well, and I this think... was when you first started joining. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the, uh, but see, you can refuse, too. Refuse to shower? Yeah, so we, we got some that uh, refuse it, and then if they say yes, then they just, you know, act like it or something. Really? What do you think makes them do that? Are they just, like... A different type of person in that group home, someone that needs more care. Uh, well, they they've been here longer, so maybe they're just kind of burned out. You know, well, like a. But yeah, I mean, more so than me, I think. Well, the one thing I can put together because you mentioned cooking your own food. It sounds like you're more there for the mental situations that have happened to you over the past 10 years. And my question is, are they more there because they're in a different type of state, you know? Yeah, I have, I have no idea, honestly. Uh, I know, well, I ran away. I was supposed to look for an apartment. I couldn't find one. Uh, I was going to get general assistance. So I ran away, and then... Uh, while I was in jail, they found this place for me. Ah. Yep. Yeah, uh, but it's just like my own apartment, except for we share a kitchen and a bathroom and 
a living room, but uh, and there's staff there part time. So it's so they may well be sort of in the same situation as you, more or less, is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Except for they're, they're they are older than me. Okay. And like like downstairs uh, is less functioning, and they got staff twenty four hours a day. Ah, that's where I was aiming for. So these people are probably more high functioning. May just be. Maybe somewhere in that sort of vicinity, huh? How would you describe your level of function? Uh, wake up and escape. <laughs> I mean, Honestly, it's getting better, I guess. Uh, I wouldn't say it was bad, because, you know, I never died, but... Now, here's an odd one. I remember once you said you had two teeth, and then you proved it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I have more happen? than two. I have more than two, but you can see my two front teeth pretty well. How did that happen? Well, a couple of times, uh, just broke my teeth off. Uh, they they rotted, you know, over time. Uh, bad care, and I'm sure meth didn't help it. But uh, I did drink a lot of pop too. But I'm pretty sure they were bad before I even, you know. By 25, I should have had them all pulled out, but I kept them. Yes. Well, that's sort of common. When they would hurt, I would just break off a chunk of them. That's... Eventually, they stopped hurting. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's fucking that's pretty crazy too. I'm actually going to the dentist here uh, next month, and yeah, it's, I'm kind of nervous, but I would imagine. I, I mean, especially if you walk in and say, "Yeah, I used to just break them off. They're gonna, they're gonna shit bricks." <laughs> they are <laughs> they're gonna just be sitting there scratching their head going why 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 <laughs> wow yeah I would use like a you know a mini screwdriver like a flathead or something <laughs> Jesus Christ would you do that when you were high or uh I mean anytime Six. I call that some backwoods dentistry. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like we'll throw you back in the woods and send a uh, history channel team to record you. Right. I don't know what we would call it for Iowa, but I guess, you know, because it's not like you're Georgia or something. We can't call you like Gator Man or something. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was kind of weird. I did meet a friend, you know, and he, uh, he's a big drunk and he's like 60, but he also lived in the woods for like, you know, 30 years or so. Fuck but, uh, Christ. did he give you a lot of advice while you were out there? Well, he, he was my friend, uh, and he always, you know, said and did things I didn't think of, you know, and so it was kind of like a kind of cool to hang out with them, but I, you know, had, had, I was glad to be able to get walk away and stuff when, you know, I could. But, uh, uh, uh yeah, he, he ended up stealing a fucking, uh, a solar panel off the interstate. Uh-huh. And so now he's got this, uh, he's got this big old solar panel and a bank of old semi batteries and a nice little cabin built and shit. <laughs> Oh, that's good. You go and visit him. Uh, not not since I moved here. Uh, that's that could be for the better too. Yeah. Uh, when I left, he was he was on like he's been breeding cats in the woods. What breeding? What cats? He he said they they <laughs> he told me they breed with like the possum and the raccoon and stuff, and then oh, no, they come I back. Guess. That guy's crazy, dude. That's not how that works. <laughs> but the, they would come back and like have babies, and he's got like like fifty different cats and stuff. They, they weren't. Trust me, they weren't breeding with the possums. That's not how that works. <laughs> yeah, he, he was crazy, but you know, uh, it, it was entertaining. You know, to hang out with them and stuff. But he, I, it turns out he's actually a really good guitar player. Like, like really good. Like, he should be, you know, you know, famous for it or something. But he would rather live off the grid by himself and drink beer and stuff all day. You saying? Um, you saying maybe he's uh, he's out there. Just playing the banjo all day. Well, his guitar, yeah, uh, yeah, and it was really good, like really good. That's. But he he only played it one time while I was around. I would have if someone said to me, "Yeah, I breed cats, and they're out here banging possums." I'm like, "You seen this? I take me to this. I want to see this." <laughs> uh... <laughs> I don't even know how you kept a straight face when someone told you the cats are. When someone oh, said I don't, I don't think I, cats, I don't think I did. It's hard to keep a straight face. He's not even really breeding them; they're just in the woods banging. Then, <laughs> like he would, he, whenever he would walk down the hill, uh, like seriously, like a hundred cats follow him. Jesus Christ, it sounds like me if I became a uh, hermit. Yeah. Jeez, I sort of want to talk to that guy and call it the American hermit. Jesus. But he was pretty good, but I also got like a different vibe from him, you know? Like, uh, I wouldn't bring 
and this dude around my kid, but then, you know, I don't know. Then there was other times when it was like, oh, maybe he was just doing that to make me think of something. Yeah, that's a tough one, man. That's a, obviously I wasn't there to meet him, but it might be in your best instinct not to bring someone who breeds cats and does he live in like a shed near the woods? And you said he was like sixty, right? Well, he he built a shack. Uh, like I got him some. He 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 built out like logs and uh, tarps and stuff, you know. What was it near a river? Because I think I heard of it. Did he have some chickens? No, no. Uh, uh he, he's up in the up in the bluffs. Oh, because there was uh, a guy actually I'd heard about. Um, here, I'll tag you in it so you can see. Um, and he, uh, had built this shack and people wanted him to move the shack and he didn't want to move. And that was in New Hampshire though. So yeah, I guess, yeah, you're right. No way. Uh, he did do something like that because the cops came up to his spot and, they wanted him to leave and stuff, and he's like, this is my land, I've been here for blah, blah, blah. And he, he ended up going to jail for assault on an officer. <laughs> yeah. But when he got out of jail, his stuff was still there. Yeah. Wow. It, it's actually really weird, because he's right on the bluffs, and then you go down the hill, and there's a police station right there. It probably, it's also one of those things, if you stay quiet, you know, other people, you know, cops at the end of the day, they're doing a job. And it, think about it like this, if you don't want extra work in your job, are you going to go look for it? I mean, I know if I was a cop, I would do the bare minimum pullovers. I'd be like, oh, I got to do five a month. Okay, that's it then. That's all that's happening is five. Cause there's a lot of paperwork they gotta do, dumb shit like that. I'll be right back here to go to the restroom. Well, uh, yeah. Okay. That's that's insane that they give you cigarettes. Um so, I got a few things I got to do. So, I want to wrap up what we were talking about. Is there anything now, knowing what I was doing, that you would like to add? Uh, no, moving forward. <laughs> Just keep moving forward? Right. Okay.